come stop and take a trip down on my block where you see hidden potential young minds sharper than Ginsu and ain't afraid to speak their mind if they got something against you we standing with you we tackle issues like civic pride hate will cease to exist let's put our differences aside from my side to your side from Dutch town to south side from Penrose to north side from Benton Park to Old North to West End to West Side we blessed when we step out we stand down rise up stand together wise up this is stitch cast studio produced by st louis story stitchers in st louis missouri the stitch cast gets together and has a discussion about cancel culture in this week's episode of stitch cast studio They say who that, but you already knew that. That beat them story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches. Hello, everybody. Thank you for coming back once again. This is Stitch Cast Studio, and I am your host, Brandon Lewis. Uh, and I'm accompanied by three members of our Stitch Cast. Today, we're going to talk about cancel culture. Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? We're going to figure it out. We're going to sort out a few things about it today. With that being said, let's hop right into it. How do y'all feel about that? Is it good and bad? Is it just one or the other? What's the pros and cons? What y'all think? I think it's a good thing and a bad thing. Word, how? So I think it's a good thing to see like some people know there's consequences now. Like, hey, we not gonna support you and you keep doing or saying what you want to say. But it's also a bad thing because everybody that's connected to to this person, you kind of ain't getting no benefits either because now we ain't messing with you either. Right, I feel that. I feel like it's good and bad just about how you use it. Just, you know, going around canceling artists, come on, you gotta have a good reason behind it. Mm-hmm. And good ways are like, if something really does need to be done, like, this can't happen no more. Like, the world don't need to see this no more, type deal. I feel that, love that. I also think that it's good and bad. I think it's good because like, in some instances, like certain people have like a lot of power and if they do something like illegally wrong, like sometimes the justice system, like it'll work in their favor. But you know, people can take things into their own hands and kind of be like, okay, even though you may not be suffering the consequences on a legal level, we're gonna stop supporting you. We're gonna stop, you know, buying your music or watching things that you're involved in so that you're not making as much money as you were so that you can know that you need to be held accountable for what you've done wrong. And um, as far as it being bad, I just feel like people can just start like excluding people that don't like agree with their views. And it also can, like people can start to um, stop thinking about like reasoning and facts and just rely on, you know, what's popular, what everyone else is thinking about things and stuff like that. And also think that it kind of starts with, you know, like bullying and everything. Like people can start bullying someone, not allowing them to grow from what they've done wrong in the past. And, you know, it just doesn't really offer forgiveness and growth for people to do better. You know, it's just like you did this wrong and now you're forever gonna pay for that. I just think it like people shouldn't just can't for anything I just feel like it should depend on like what's going on so yeah yeah I definitely agree with that it's not like everybody pretty much agrees that it's not all good or all bad it's, it's a good tool to have but that uh sometimes people overdo it a little bit which I definitely agree with I think I think it's good that we're finally understanding that it's power in numbers and that the people that that do the supporting and, the, and that do the spending the money are the people that make the decisions but I guess the hard thing is deciding what's worth canceling somebody for. So that's a that's a good point. Those were all good answers. If y'all had to draw the line somewhere, what's 
what's an example if y'all could think of any uh of somebody Colin Kaepernick word. I'm sorry I had you Colin Kaepernick yeah. I feel like since the knee this is just how I feel okay I'm not gonna sit here and say the national anthem don't mean nothing but the reason he took a knee is because he felt like what they were saying was nothing in the uh, national anthem like they're not really supporting who I am and what we do if you get what I'm talking about so the fact that that, that he took his knee they blacklisted him he can you know no team and he was one of my favorite quarterbacks but you know it happened and taking away this man's whole his whole inspiration the thing that he's been training to do his whole life like top one percent you know how they you know they give you the statistics in high school they're gonna say it's gonna be like a, a couple percent of you who could actually make it to the league a person who sat there and took that chance, took their whole life to do this one thing, and they took it away from them because of the power they got, like you just said. Most of so you feel like uh, it wasn't justified. And I definitely feel that. I definitely feel that. And I think the NFL has uh, actually uh, changed their stance recently. I'm not sure what the deal is with uh, with him being reemployed by them or whatnot. I, I don't know where the stance is on that. But more people are uh, kneeling in the NFL without uh, consequences. And he ha- he kind of had to be the uh, sacrificial goat for that. But uh, yeah, I feel that. What's some other examples of people yeah, I feel like was unjustly canceled? They got mad at Cardi B for saying, I won't let my daughter listen to me. As a parent, you set the standard of what your kids can listen to. Just just because it's out there don't mean your kid has to listen to it. Right. Most you of. should control what your kids listen to. Cardi B, like she said, I am not for a kid. So if you let your kid listen to that, that's on you. She's not putting music out here for a kid audience. That's not her audience. Right. right. So yeah. you mad that she putting the music that she wants to put out and you want her to stop making it because you don't want your kids to listen to it. I don't Yo, get that. I- as a parent, you make sure your kids don't watch whatever you put the little censor or whatever. But then again, it's in they gonna hear it anyway. Your kids got friends and they friends got friends. So you're not stopping them from doing anything nowadays. So I feel like the way for the parent to prevent that is to get that out of her herself. Mm-hmm. Get to get that out, out of the child or out of the parent? No, out of out of the parent. Like I need to stop listening to rap music or not, well, not rap music, but you know, the the shysty, you know, the dirt and all of that because I don't want my child in the Boy, don't listen. No, you I'm say, like, Ooh. Boy, don't listen to it with your child in the car. Like, once she get out or whatever, yeah, or you in the car by yourself, listen to mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So, so, and that's actually a uh, very divisive uh, debate itself. Now, uh, and, and, and all of these answers are opinionated, but. When it comes to music specifically, uh, explicit music or whatever the case is, how much of the responsibility do y'all believe falls on the artist and how much of the responsibility falls on the parent? I believe it's a 50-50 thing. The artist knowing what they say. They making it to a certain audience. As a parent, you get to say what your child listens to and what your child does not listen to. Mm-hmm. So it's a 50-50 thing. The artist put it out there. The parents, if you don't want your child to listen to it, don't play. Most definitely. Honestly, I feel like um, as a parent, it's your responsibility to teach your children, you know, what's right. And I just remember when I was growing up um, as a kid, like, I mean, my parents, like, um, they wanted us to listen to, you know, music that was, like, appropriate for our age. So that's so that's what I was exposed to. Like, we would listen to the gospel uh, station or whatever or listen to the songs that come on, like, Disney Channel or whatever. 
I didn't even really know about songs that were like, you know, secular, like, or things that were like inappropriate. Like I wasn't, like I didn't even know about them because my parents, you know, exposed us only to things that were appropriate for our age. So I guess it's just matters about, you know, mostly the parents' job in my opinion. I feel that. I think that's part of them things that I go, uh, that I go back and forth with, but I don't. Th I don't think under no circumstance do I think you get to tell a painter how to paint. You know what I'm saying? If art is expression or whatever, and your your expression was and you to express, and, and you know if you don't like country music, you don't get to tell country artists to stop making country music or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't like it. So uh, yeah, I definitely understand. I think that um, any way you slice it, the artist has to take some responsibility for what they're saying, like like you should definitely acknowledge that that you have power as an artist, you have influence on what you say holds weight. But at the same time, especially if you're expressing what's purely you or whatever the case is, regardless of what your truth is, if you're expressing your truth, then uh, I don't know who gets to uh, censor you. I was actually just watching a uh, hip hop documentary and uh, the part of it that I'm on is talking about uh, the people that, that, that when they first started making quote unquote dirty music or whatever explicit lyrics and all of that and how a bunch of people were in an uproar. Some record uh, shop owners were getting arrested for selling certain records that people tried to ban or whatever, you know what I'm saying? They had to go to court about it. And uh, eventually it was ruled that freedom of speech does extend to music or whatever. So they get to say whatever they want to say. But okay, yeah. Do y'all feel like anybody ever gets uh, successfully canceled, or do we eventually um, forget about whatever the transgression is that we canceled them for and move forward? It depends on what you did. It really do. Mm -hmm. It's some things like I can overlook that you may have did, but it's some stuff I'm like, whoa, like that's too major for me just to like turn a blind eye and just keep supporting you. So it depends on what you did. So what is your, uh, let, let's get into this. Where do you draw the line as far as what people do and if you can still support them? I feel like how you feel about something, do not put that off on somebody else. Mm -hmm. So that right there, like if you feel like you're going to offend somebody, you probably 99.9% should not say it, depending on what it is. So if you feel like it may hurt somebody, just don't say it. I feel you. The person who's speaking, they have, they have care. They do, but then again, don't be out here just saying whatever, and then when you all of a sudden get canceled, you back here like, I don't know what I did. What did I say? What happened? You don't get to stay and do whatever you want to, and then when the consequence comes, you're over there crying like, no. Take it like a man, like you was taking the words and you were saying it like a man, take it. So let me ask you this. Is cancel culture the enemy of free speech? Uh, I wouldn't think so. Word. You know, what What, what about the rest of y'all? What, what y'all think? Uh, I don't think that it's exactly the enemy of free speech. I do think that when um, people think about, like, cancel culture, they might, you know, pause and think about what they'll say more than if, you know, cancel culture wasn't a thing. It can be limiting sometimes because people might be afraid to like speak about certain things in fear of being canceled by people. Right. But I also think that it can help people, you know, take time to actually think about what they're about to say before something comes out of their mouth. Most of, yeah. Uh, I definitely agree. I think it is limiting. And not only that, when cancel uh, culture first became a thing, because it's still pretty new, I think there was a dramatic shift 
you know what I'm saying? All of a sudden, things that nobody cared about, everybody was caring about. And I also think that it was like a learning experience. You would see somebody get canceled for something. And it might have been something that you, in all honesty, just said last week or just did last week. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it used to be okay. And then all of a sudden, it's not okay no more. And uh, in reality, in some standpoints and some visions, it was never okay, but it's, I think I think people start to care more about the fact that uh, whatever's being said, whatever slur is being shared, or whatever hurts people, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like like for example, uh, uh, the Redskins, the football team. I don't know if they changed the name yet, but I think there's been countless petitions to get the name changed because uh, Redskins. They changed it. Uh, what what they changed it to? Uh, I think they just called it the Washington. Uh, the Washington. Yeah, I don't think they got no fancy name. Got you. Well, then there you go. I know they have been arguing about it for a while because uh, Indians and uh, Native Americans found it offensive. And uh, the football teams would just be like, well, we well we didn't mean it in an offensive way, so it's okay. Or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So so they had to uh, fight for that to uh, get their name changed or whatever. But uh, what I'm saying is that we've become a lot more tolerant. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's almost like we don't tolerate intolerance if that makes sense or whatever, you know what I'm saying? If, you, if you're not being respectful or whatever the case, or at least what we consider respectful, then they gonna deal with you. I remember, uh, and we actually just, we watched a video of it uh, in the workshop. J. Cole put out a song in response to uh, No Name calling people like him and Kendrick Lamar out during the uh, George Floyd protest. She called uh, out artists that have discographies full of uplifting black people and black culture or whatnot but said that they were quiet while the protests were going on or whatnot. So she called him out about it. And he put out a song uh, and one of the lines was, uh, there's something about the queen's tone that's bothering me. And a lot of people went bananas about that line or whatever. They felt like it was mad disrespectful or whatever. So I don't know, have, are, are y'all familiar with that uh, situation? I don't think he was wrong to me because you came for me, but just because I don't put my business out that I'm doing something doesn't mean I'm not doing anything. It just right. means I'm not putting it in the media and I don't have to put my life in the media just because I'm J. Cole. If I decide to protest another way or give money or whatever I choose to do in that situation, that has nothing to do with you. Right, most of. If I want to do something and you want me to do another, if I choose what to do what's best for me, what that have to do with you? Right. So I don't think that he's wrong, but I also think that she's wrong for calling him out if you don't know what he's doing. Just keep your mouth closed about it. I feel that. You know, No Name has kind of become uh, notorious for uh, attacking other Black leaders. But in either case, uh, yeah, that's an interesting thing. But No Name is pretty young, too. So, you know what I'm saying? I think, I think she's like 20, 21, maybe. So, so she still has to learn herself. So if you're gonna call him out and not doing stuff, why don't we call everybody out for them not doing what we feel like they should do in a crisis? Mm -hmm. I don't feel like the government doing enough in, in this crisis, but then who am I to take on the government? I feel you. Well, she, she definitely do a lot of calling people out. And there, it's usually a pattern with her specifically where she say something that pissed everybody off and then she delete her uh, social medias for a minute and then come, come back and die, die, die down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But that's, that's the thing about uh, 
this uh social media culture, which is, you know what I'm saying, basically the vehicle for cancel culture. But uh, that's the thing about, uh you know, social media and all of that. People become famous while they're young, while they still got a lot of growing and maturing to do or whatever the case is, you know what I'm saying? And we don't really allow them grace to uh, grow. Very seldom do we take into consideration, okay, this person is young, this person, you know what I'm saying, they got some learning to do, blah, 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 whatever the case is. When you a celebrity, you being judged all the time. I think that's the thing about uh, everybody being able to have an opinion and all of that. I'm not saying everybody shouldn't have an opinion, but one of the consequences of everybody having an opinion is that people get to talk whether they know what they're talking about or not. You know what I'm saying? Hey, what's up, everybody? You know what time it is. It's time for another Stitchcast Studio Arts Interlude. That's right. It's time to pick the city up. This week, we have a Story Stitchers original song entitled Anti. Anti, anti, I ain't bother you, where did I go wrong? Anti, anti, I ain't on that, please leave me alone. Anti, anti, bully me, then regret it when I'm gone. Anti, 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 anti. Anti, anti, I ain't bother you, where did I go wrong? Anti, anti, I ain't no net, please leave me alone. Anti, anti, bully me, then regret it when I'm gone. Anti, 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 anti. With a dream, not on involved glocks with the beam. I don't wanna hit the blunt, I don't wanna sit the lean. Got my head on straight with a high self esteem, cause I'm <laughs> headed for the top. Ain't got no time for no roadblocks. I ain't hitting the block in the spot. Ay, ducking the cops, ducking the shots. Facts, you need to pick up the slack. You could be the leader of the pack. Ain't no sense of following the blind. I guarantee they won't have your back. You ain't gotta do what they do, shoot what they shoot. Decisions all up to you. Ain't no breeze, cause if you ask me, I tell them one, two, three. Ayy, anti, anti, I ain't bother you. Where did I go wrong? Why do y'all always discuss me? Misery loves company. I can see why they come for me. As a matter of fact, I'm fully loaded like a car when it's packed. I'm 
fully focused by the loss and attack or your fur form And the weaker one was holding me back, now ain't no fur form Holding me back, I had fur form, now I'm fur form They ever needed to bully me, I was fur form Now I'm in rare form, now they lost power, had false power Like a cow when he burnt on, I conquer bullies at his fur, that's a trifecta Worst shot, I might dissection, put in work like it's Tribeca I know they planning on watching me, if they planning on stopping me, tell them try better I used to crumble at the words they would speak, mama promised me I'm greater, greater promises I keep Cause I know it's one thing that my bullies can't beat, haters can't touch and my struggle can't beat and that's me but I'm curious uh, as to what y'all definitions of uh, being canceled is. Well, for me, I honestly think that canceling is just like, kind of like almost another form of boycotting, but of a person. So it's kind of like you um, remove support from that person. Like they become like isolated almost and no one's like, you know, messing with them basically. Most of I feel that. Getting canceled is like, it really never happened. Unless it actually stops you from getting money. Like with the venues thing, like we was talking about with uh, Quando Rondo earlier, but Quando didn't necessarily get canceled by the social media. He just got canceled by another rapper because this rapper had the power to cancel him. Nike, what's your, what's your definition of canceling? Basically, it's like an older version of a timeout, for real. Like, okay, we got to sit you over here for a minute, let you think about what you did. And most of the time they come up with this whack apology and then it's, we listening to them and everything begins. So basically an older version of a timeout. I feel you. Yes. I think, and this is another thing that I think is like divisive, just down to like what canceling even is, or, or just my definition from what I see, it's when a, a group collectively decides we're not gonna support you anymore. That being said, I don't know if anybody will ever fully get canceled because, you know what I'm saying, there will always be somebody disagreeing with something that you think, you know what I'm saying? That's the one thing that's constant, that's always gonna happen. So because of that, I don't think we'll ever uh, be able to fully cancel somebody, but I don't, I don't know what y'all think. I agree with you that no one can probably be fully like successfully canceled because there's always gonna be someone that thinks the same way as the person who did the wrong in the first place. Like, not everyone thinks the same. And our society is always evolving. Like some things that may be right now can become wrong later. Some things that are wrong now can become right. And I just don't feel like things will just stick permanently because there'll always be some sort of, you know, differences. So let me ask y'all this. Is it okay to cancel somebody for doing something that's considered wrong now, but was considered okay when they did it. Now, I want y'all to think about this because remember, slavery was considered okay at one point. I say no. I feel like we are all programmed to know what is right and wrong. Even when there are things behind it that can prove that this is right and this is wrong. Like, we just good to know. So are, are you saying that like, when somebody does something that you feel is wrong, they know it's wrong too? And, and choosing to do it anyway. Yeah, it might be something like that might have happened in their life to where they reach a breaking point to where they just completely ignore it. So do you think that what we believe to be right or wrong from the beginning is more correct than what we end up believing is right and wrong uh, towards the end of uh, towards the end of life? I think that your parents set rules on what's right and wrong for you. The government does the same. So that's what you're raised to know, what is right and wrong. Now, as you get older, for yourself, you're like, okay, now this is wrong. I get to experience the world for myself, so I know what is right and wrong. And I'm not just taking somebody's word for it. I'm experiencing because I'm basically not grown, but I experience life for myself. I go have conversations with people. I'm like, I'm experiencing life. So 
being around different people change your mind frame a little bit on what's right and what's wrong. I feel that. I feel like I feel like it comes all down to what you believe in. So right is never really defined with humans correctly. Same thing for wrong. Because some people will do a wrong thing because it's good for right now. So we always will just still kind of make right wrong. It depends on the person, man. And like you said, what that person believes. What's right for you may be wrong to me. So it depends on the person. So just because you think it's right doesn't mean I think that I think it's right. But it might be just right for you. So me thinking it's wrong does not have anything to do with you. Mm-hmm. But we know That's literally funny. what right and wrong is because you're not going to tell me you don't know what right and wrong is. It's consequences for right and wrong things. So are y'all saying that uh, right and wrong is like ever-changing? It's like energy? Are y'all saying uh, right and wrong is uh, subjective? Yeah. I do feel like everyone kind of has a feeling of right and wrong because you can kind of just tell by kind of like how it affects certain people because like you know just because a whole bunch of people think something is right at a time doesn't actually make it right because a lot of people think that way just like how you mentioned slavery like you can kind of just see just like how it affected people like people didn't grow in slavery and happy with their life being you know controlled and you know abused and stuff like that like that was wrong and just because it was okay it doesn't um make it any less wrong and right. i just feel that can also be what, what people think is right like sometimes people think something is right but it's really wrong and like you can kind of just feel it sometimes you know for example like someone you know was abusing a kid and like it may be the norm in that society like people being abused and beaten and stuff but how is that kid affected though are they coming out you know smiling and happy or are they you know like traumatized like you know so i just feel like you can kind of just tell sometimes what is right and wrong based on kind of like how it affects people and like what feelings is like coming how people's actions are going to come out because of that how they're going to think because of that and you know how it just goes on long term so going back to the uh initial question is it okay to cancel people for things that are wrong but were considered okay and or right during the time that they did it yes i think yes just because of that got you got you uh what about everybody else no no and yes i feel like if you're okay with correction like if you understand that that was wrong and you really give a good apology and you sit down for a minute like i'm gonna take a minute i'm not gonna say anything i'm just gonna take a minute and learn about what i said and how i said it i think then there should be okay because everybody grows you can't be mad of something that you just did not know. I feel you. I think in order to do that, you would have to have a, a, a pretty thick skin, all right? Nobody gets canceled nicely, you know what I'm saying? So you'd have to have a pretty thick skin, I think, to be able to uh, see through all the insults and all the trash or whatever whatever people calling you at the time to say, okay, I didn't know this. Let me educate myself on it. I don't know what y'all think. I'm not going to say most. Some people give apology because they're trying to get back to the money. They don't really care about what they did. They know if they give an apology, they're gonna forgive them. It's an apology. Okay, it was, he gave a money to this organization. Uh, thank you. It's okay. But if you really mean your apology and you learn, I feel like it's nothing wrong with coming back and be like, okay, I forgive you for what you said. I feel you. And we getting into more uh, subjective territory though. 
or how do we know who's genuine and their apologies or whatnot. And some people, some people, what may come off as genuine to you may come off as false to me. How do we navigate who's being real and who and who just trying to get to the money? You can't, like, it's just basically your preference of do you accept the apology or don't you? In order for us to cancel, everybody has the same opinion of canceling you. Right. That, that's like when you do something bad to one person and a bunch of people mad at you because the other person mad. So just because you make up with that person don't mean the people that surround them ain't still mad. So you either gonna take it or you're not. So. Most deaf, most deaf. I think everybody's point of view uh, depends on where they stand. You know what I'm saying? A six look like a nine to the person on the other side, right? So, so yeah, I, th I think uh, what we go through and, and how life shapes us has a lot to do with all the decisions we make, not just with uh, cancel culture and all of that. So that's a, uh, that's a good point, definitely. Thank you so much for tuning in to Stitch Cast. If you're wondering how you yourself can be in a podcast or where you can find more podcasts like this, you can register with uh, Story Stitches at storystitches.org if you're in between the ages of 16 and 24. And uh, you can find all of our podcasts on that website as well. And anywhere else that's streaming podcasts, uh, we have podcasts there. So uh, thank you so much for listening one more time. I want to thank the Stitch Cast for coming through and having a dope conversation. Peace, y'all. St. Louis Story Stitches is supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts. Visit on the web at arts.gov. Additional support for Stitchcast Studio and Story Stitches art programming is provided by the Lewis Prize for Music Accelerator Award, the Spirit of St. Louis Women's Fund, City of St. Louis Youth at Risk Crime Prevention Grant of 2021. Lush Corporations, the Charity Pot, the St. Louis Violence Prevention Commission, and Recast. They say who that, but you already knew that. That beat them story stitches. Story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches. Story stitches.